Hello and welcome to a DD channel where we will be playing God Mode. Uh, in this episode, we will not be playing live play Dungeons and Dragons, but we will be building characters to play Dungeons and Dragons, including the world, the plot, villain, and just a general overview. Do you play D and D? Do you like building worlds? Do you build plots a lot, but you can't talk to girls? Well then join us, you hobgoblin, as we take you down a road of an adventurous style that we call God Mode on a D&D channel. Hello and welcome to a D&D channel, God Mode. My name's Dominic Gantini and I'm joined with my partner in crime, Melina. Hello, it's me, partner in crime. So we're going to start off this podcast by making a world that is governed by aliens as if it's a zoo what does it look like first if you're in space looking at this planet okay um under the ethical codes of zoos i would think they'd have specific territories for each individual uh animal slash race i would think they'd have specific territories but there's also got to be free for all territories yeah that's why i was thinking like territories rather than um like containment uh, so it's not quite like arc the video game where everything's just running wild it's arc gonna is be only is also only one like specific human i mean it's humans and dinosaurs you yeah. know it's it's not like it's dinosaurs fucking i don't even know quadriceps aliens and yeah. whatever so okay so these i would imagine the elves so we're, we're going to go in a menagerie from aliens where the aliens dropped off a bunch of different species. Let's say elves were from a different part of the galaxy, mm-hmm. brought them to this planet. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, the elves probably congregate together naturally. So I would imagine that the inhabitants of the world would probably kind of come together naturally. Yeah. You know, um, I'd say it's a few generations in. Okay. So, like, roughly around seven generations. So, there's really some good fundamentals here. So, everybody on this planet, I would imagine, knows basic building tools. Yeah, I would say, I mean, seven generations is like 700 years. Yeah, but they came from modernized places. So, I would think they'd probably be almost backed up to speed then. Yes, but I would think not to the point of, like, skyscrapers and shit like that. Okay. I would imagine seven generations is only... Well, I mean, fuck, for elves, that's a long time. So yeah. maybe elves are still in their first generation. you know? Or Oh, that's so true. Elves, first and a half, yeah. The first elf would still be there. They die at, like, yeah. how old? Uh-huh. Aarakocra's <laughs> 70th generation. Um, okay, so that's a good idea of what to reference here. So the elves are, like, the first world elves. You know, they're still going. So they probably have the best societies going on. Okay. And... Uh, Aarakocras are just living life on their fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. 700 years. Okay. 700 Let's... years. So like what? A In between a city and a town? Yeah. The elves. The, the elves is a good example of how much. Ooh, the elves is a good example of how much uh, modern it could be. The elves have to have the most modern society here, I would think. Okay. You know, um, I would think the most modern that the elves could have gotten on this world would be shit i don't know like they could probably be upwards if we don't want to break like a cityscape then we could be like right at it like yeah right like uh if you were to compare it to a town in real world i imagine 
okay, this might be a bad example, spitballing here, a Mayan, an old school Mayan town mm. that's like, you know, Mayan's ancient civilization with like four story buildings and like marble walls. Have you, okay. Like, so it's like super old style ancestral, but also luxurious. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to like, okay. So I imagine this planet in general has all different trains mm. just like you know the video game arc because yep. it's a menagerie um there's probably a fiery spot cold basically the four elements okay and it's fucking huge okay. it's just a planet for all we know the aliens could be making it into a tv show yep you know but i'd say four plant uh, four earth air wind fire you know the basic elements and they all converge in the center oh okay yeah Going for an elemental... Okay. What quadrant is water in? The bottom left. Bottom left. <laughs> bottom left quadrant is water. water. Okay. What quadrant is fire in? I would think fire would be at the top. Top? Yeah. I would think fire and air would be at the top. And water and ground are like bottom level elements. That makes sense. Okay. Then I'm going to put fire opposite of water because that's just kind of fire. Oh, yeah. Good idea elemental science going on here people water oh wait wind okay okay cool. so imagine your mind everybody air in the top left corner and then adjacent to it to the right is fire and then below fire is earth and then to the left of that is water and that's what this big map looks like except it's on a globe so does it meet twice then i i think it would have to meet meet twice Ooh, okay so here's a better way of explaining it how about north pole south pole okay north pole is where it meets south pole is where it meets as well oh i see what you're saying like okay so then so then it has to open up and then close again so So, each quadrant holds 25 percent of the world yeah yep so we're cutting an orange in quarters and each orange slice Mm -hmm. is a almost like avatar and last airbender style yeah yeah (laughs) Okay, okay, cool. This is kind of a cool idea. All right. What um, races would occupy which zones? Are are there mixed zones of mixed races? Like Ooh. like air dwarfs and fire dwarfs? Well, there's, there's mountain dwarfs. Or... But yes, they're, they're dirt for sure. But... Um, or did the aliens deposit um, one of each race into each zone Mm. hoping that maybe one would conquer or like blah blah okay okay that's cool okay so there could be dwarfs there could be species of everything uh about okay you know there could be species uh dwarfs aarakocras in water dwarfs aarakocras Mm. you know everything in the fire as well and they're all just like panning out the way they are so obviously in dirt that is where the dwarfs are gonna fl- uh, flourish. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine a few dwarfs there are like living like fucking kings. Yeah. But then there's probably also places in their opposite habitat of air where they're probably struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's still probably little tribes of dwarfs there. Mm-hmm. They'd probably struggle the most in like water or air. Well, if you looked at the corners, air would be opposite from earth earth yeah you know so if we were to do a natural scale like that mm-hmm. so and then okay here's a cool little thing to imagine <laughs> imagine the world and then if you're on this world on one of these spots 
you look up also there's a fuck ton of water because water's cool you look up and you see a moon but this is the alien's camera okay there's fuck should there be two moons (laughs) no 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 (laughs) there's a moon and a sun sun is a camera moon is a camera so they get everything all the time and then there's cameras and trees and shit like that too okay and volcanoes the sun is the flash (laughs) okay so we have a good idea of what this world is the inhabitants is whatever the fuck the aliens wanted to put in there Mm -hmm. i'd say of course all D &D 5e races for sure all D &D 5e beasts because if you imagine uh throughout the entire galaxy Mm -hmm. they just went around and cherry picked all the cool shit and just plucked it and then put it on this planet yep so elves are going to be possibly more antiquated with certain species than others for sure and then you know not with others yeah i'm also slightly picturing a um alien-esque alien you know different from earth um type of environment like the plants are very like alienated from what we Mm, know now yeah super alien plants vibrant colors maybe 50 foot tall mushrooms yep yeah that's really cool and then there's got to be massive cave systems that would be an earth yeah there's cave systems in like probably what would air be what's a mountaintops i don't know (laughs) my brain goes to an avatar the floating islands hmm well it's an alien world it is an alien world so there could be yeah definitely floating islands that would be cool (laughs) so the environment you hit that one pretty good with plants and i like to think about the inhabitants living here they would see like if you were a rock dwarf and you made your way to let's say a water village Mm -hmm. in the water tribe area then they're going to have this like super proficiency in handling a certain type of dolphin because it's from their homeland. Mm -hmm. And these guys would be like, what the fuck? And like, uh, they could teach you certain proficiencies in handling animals, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're super proficient. But then those guys are going to have a super hard time handling some kind of like fire dog in the fire systems. Mm -hmm. That just sounds cool. Just talking (laughs) about mechanics. Okay. Yeah. Also, firewolves. I like to imagine the ones from uh, Adventure Time. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Okay, that's cool. What, of course. Um, country. Where is this person that we're going to create live? Do we want to pick Earth, Air, Fire, Water, or right in the fucking center? Uh, yeah, I think you have to pick center. I know. Uh, okay, so is there land in the center? Oh, should we do a. <laughs> a pimple. <laughs> a land right in the middle that is. All four. Yeah. And... It's got to be chaotic What there. would it be like? Is it either... It's going to be one of two things. Eye of the Storm. I was kind of thinking Eye of the Storm. And so it's like perfect. It's Oh, maybe not... this is a utopia. Okay. And he's like a rich noble boy. Ugh. And he's... You know, humans have lived seven generations. They're not as rich as maybe the elves if they're in the water section. Mm-hmm. But he's... You know, he, he's living high on the hog in in this little area, and he wants to be, like, an adventurer. Okay. So, Utopia. Okay, so Utopia in the center. It, I like the idea of Utopia in the center, mm-hmm. Eye of the Storm, and then just a fucking cloud. So, here's a cool idea how to think about it. This whole planet's like a hurricane. Yes. The Eye of the Storm is Utopia in the center, and really... St- maybe this is where everybody's, like, kind of commingled. 
And then as you go out, that's the hardest section. So if you're going to make a character in this world, you're going to be having to run past like super fucking hardcore dragons. Mm -hmm. And then the farther, like, so you're going to be forced to do like survivor horror. And then when you get out of the survival horror mode, the storm starts to lighten up out of the eye wall. And then as you get out of the eye wall, it gets a little bit lighter. And that's where you're going to start finding goblins and shit. Okay. Okay. Why would it be that way? Purely from like um, the environment so extreme that like only the toughest creatures or the like smallest creatures can survive there. Hmm. So if this was a planet menagerie created by aliens and there's a utopia in the center, there's going to be a utopia on the other side as well. Yeah. So maybe it's just a weather system that the aliens created just to see what's oh, going like on. Oh, like an actual weather system? I don't know. I was thinking just as a paraphrasing. Yeah, I thought it was totally a metaphor. Yeah, it, it was. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe they do have increased weather systems, you know? Weather systems are a fun dynamic that a lot of people don't use too much in D&D. That's true. So, like along the equator line is like the most stormy. Well, no. I would think the centers... If you were to imagine holding like a golf ball with both your fingers, yep. the centers are where your fingers are touching. That's the the um, utopias. Utopias, and then as you move up and downwards, uh, away from your fingers, that's where it gets super hard. And then when you go to the edges on the equator, that's where it's going to be the lightest of the storm area. So it's not going to be utopia esque, but it's still going to be lighter than the eye wall. So imagine a D twenty. <laughs> this is going to be a good example. <laughs> okay. Um, ones and 20s are the utopias. Okay, so if you're imagining Earth, North Pole, South Pole, those are the utopias. Yep. And as you leave the North Pole heading toward the South Pole, as soon as you leave that utopia, that's where it starts to get really tough. And then as you get closer to the equator, that's where it starts to lighten up. And maybe it's like that because there's a legitimate fucking hurricane that actually goes through the world it's not always there but it comes through wreaking fucking havoc and only the toughest creatures can survive okay and then on the equator is where the hurricane hits the least okay that's kind of a cool idea and it's not just a hurricane it's like fucking hailstorms, lightning storms more than storms it's uh what earthquakes it's uh, the extreme natural disasters yeah. you know tsunamis tsunamis yeah hmm okay that's kind of cool i like that are you okay with that oh yeah no i'm cool with that okay so then we have the location of where we let's put our guy on let's say the south pole okay i want him on the north pole okay let's put him on the north pole just kidding let's put him on the south pole too late uh the government of where he's in it's just a fucking utopia okay you know i'd say it's uh built around walls (laughs) Do you think maybe even the aliens built a utopia for them to live in? Okay. Uh, now my brain's going to Hunger Games-esque things. So, like, these are the um, rich factors that were kind of given everything that they needed. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there were already maybe civilizations built in this area. Yeah. And they were plopped down here. Yeah, like almost as a joke yeah. from the fucking aliens. Like, I mean, maybe it was just a giant experiment of mm-hmm. let's see if, like, who can accomplish more if we're throwing people out in the wild versus... Yeah, yeah maybe it's just them trying to understand the species and this is the first experiment of many. Yep, okay. So all the resources on the north and south poles and then 
you know, wild, normal environment resources everywhere else. Yep. Okay. And then maybe on the other side of the pole, it's still the eye of the hurricane. So it's a utopia, but you don't know what's there. Yep. Mystery. They're completely segregated. Mm-hmm. It could be like everybody's actually living in harmony and everybody just hates the other pole. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. God damn it. I have one other idea that's worth pitching now. What's that? <laughs> and it completely throws this on its axis. Damn it. Um, what if... I don't think we're going to go through with it, but North Pole. Oh, coffee burp. North Pole Utopia. Mm-hmm. And then as you leave, it's completely Utopia still. And then as you go toward the South Pole, that's where it starts to get hurricane-esque. I like it because it gives a central zone for like if something bad were to happen. You know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. find the chalice in the fucking cave of the deep guy. Yeah, because then the only the two factors of that is one, I like the factor of the original world where when you leave, you go straight into the eye wall and you're mm-hmm. surrounded by like demons. And then it's like a survive. So you have to hide. You have no choice. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to die. I like the uh, potential political problems in this world of the north and south yeah being utopias yeah okay good so we'll stick with the original one i just had to pitch it it came to my mind you had to spit it fair enough okay government utopia the rest of the world fucking chaos (laughs) absolute chaos (laughs) trading ports are hard to find but you could always find a tavern because people are you know it's imagine if you had a bunch of people playing an arc Mm -hmm. it's gonna be arc tavern yeah exactly there could be a random ass fucking shack that uh is in the middle of nowhere yet has complete stocks of random ass resources or you know one completely hiding in a den full of the D&D's version of skeevers. Oh, skeevers. Uh, the population is dense. Okay. They, it's a stacked koi pond. You know, it's like, this is for, if you wanted to fish this thing for creatures, all you had to do is throw a, a you know, shooting fish in a barrel and you'd hit one. Okay. Uh, let's see. How about, okay, let's think about the hometown that this person lives in. Okay. U- Utopia. Utopia. Let's think about it exactly. Okay, the utopia, north or south? Uh, north. Okay. So, what would it be like? What would this utopia be like? Well, I imagine, do you think aliens made it? Yeah. Okay, so aliens made the utopia. So it's comfortable as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, do you think they have TV and electronics? I kind of want them to. The only problem with that... Fantasy D&D 5e stuff. Yeah. Because you have torches and stuff. So... What if it's um, comfortability in the sense of... Medieval times. Yeah. Of, like, my mind, you know, utopia. My mind automatically jumps to, like, uh, tall white buildings, like, Mm -hmm. white clothing, clean streets, like, fresh water flowing. How about really advanced technology? But not for entertainment. Okay. So medical technology is phenomenal. Okay. You know, um, I almost want to say like med med bed med med beds where you like lay down and like a computer works on you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but that doesn't really fit medieval times, so fuck that. It doesn't. But potions are created by but, aliens. But, you know, they could have um, the schools of, you know, healers. Mm. The alchemist of alchemists. And there's plants from around the entire galaxy, so mm-hmm. you could make a real potion. Okay, so this is just D&D fantasy, uh, medieval times luxury Mm -hmm. so really clean bars actually cobblestone but there's like no dirt on it you'll still walk in and see a bard playing on like a table but Mm -hmm. the bard doesn't have syphilis and he's like ripping his hair out (laughs) it's an actual clean bar (laughs) what should this utopia be called just i kind of just like the name utopia (laughs) yep i mean that could be we are the utopia we call it call it atlantis (laughs) what else Uh, like exceptional cities were there (laughs) hmm exceptional cities oh that could be (laughs) up to interpretation i know atlantis is pretty fitting san francisco (laughs) 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 somewhere probably like no fuck that (laughs) okay well how about birmingham alabama wait Uh, is that in alabama i don't know birmingham i don't know I don't know states too well. I'm not good at geography. Okay, Atlantis. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Atlantis it is. Faerun. Um, Hey. The house that this person lives in. Okay. Skyscraper Peak. Mm -hmm. This kid's dad is the fucking mayor of uh, Atlantis. (laughs) The head honcho. I want to call it Utopia. Okay. When I say Atlantis, it sounds too watery. All right. I think uh, Utopia. Okay. Yeah, you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Okay. This kid's dad, North Utopia, is the <laughs> is the like mayor of North like this kid is cream of the crop rich. Okay. Okay. Uh and that his house and his family. So his dad is the mayor. What does his mom do? You tell me. Um, his other dad. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> gay. Gay pride. San Francisco. Um uh is a uh, cabbage man it's, it's funny because i was thinking of farmer but i'm like what the fuck that yeah. doesn't make sense um that's how he ran for mayor is a lawyer <laughs> no mm. no he's a faction manager he's a dnd <laughs> podcaster <laughs> oh <laughs> the most lucrative of jobs <laughs> um uh, so i imagine this kid's a rich kid yeah uh, his dad's a mayor politician. Yep. What's the most... Let's go stereotypical first and think about stereotypical. What's the most stereotypical rich kid job besides, like, business person? Because that's just fucking boring. Unless you want to say he's a businessman and, like, you know, I don't know, turnips. I mean, I would assume, naturally, he'd fall into the family business of politics. Oh. And he could be trying to be going around the world spreading politics and like bringing everybody together oh um so what if they're like next hmm some like there maybe there's like some rumor or something that utopia two or south is in danger is i I was thinking more of like a war or something Mm, mm mm-hmm and uh, therefore, he has to travel south as like an ambassador or something to try and so If that's the case, then do we want certain people near Utopia to be on our side? The people right outside the hurricane wall? Like maybe they're starting an army? Like I don't like free mm. for all though. Maybe that's 
why he has to go down is because they hear that Utopia South is creating an army around them. Mm. And they don't know why. Utopia South has created an army around them and they don't know why. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an army around us. We're going to call it Zootopia and Newtopia. Ooh, Notopia. Newtopia. Newtopia. The North Newtopia. Yep. Rich kid on a like uh, alien built marble skyscraper mm-hmm. <laughs> overlooking the continents, but you know, oh, mostly ocean because it's not that big. Yep. Uh, he has to go to South Zootopia. Okay, so what I was thinking is that what if they were each told that the opposite Utopia was the bad person? So, uh, like, Zootopia yeah. is now forming this army Tribalism. that Newtopia, that um, where they're all peace and uh, safety and all that is good, and uh, they are be- now being threatened by Zootopia. Peace, safety, and all is good. Um, yeah, so that means the mayor, his dad, mm-hmm. is like leading the charge. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, guys, we just got reports that Zootopia is building an army and we have to start preparing for the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would he be sent south then? Because I would think an army would go, not a child. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, maybe he's bringing an army. Maybe this is a commander. <laughs> A general of an army? Yeah. It would make sense on how he can get through. <laughs> we have dropped the D&D book. I would think maybe it would make sense on how he can get through the eye wall. Because they have, like, battleships, like, crazy okay. going through. And it's stopping. Like, he's the main focus. That's true. Armies to actually push through all the bad things. Yep. So if a dragon comes through and swipes away a ship, that's just yep. one ship of many. Of, like, a hundred. Yeah. Seven genera- 700 years. I wouldn't think it'd be 100. Like yeah, 100 that's votes. too many. That's way yeah, too many. Yeah, I agree. Um, so if you had to put a rough average of this army, it's like level 10s. That's a pretty good army, but it's that's not still, level 20s. I was thinking like, yeah, like maybe like 13 boats. Hmm. Okay. Or something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah, okay. So large medieval army, small modern army. Yeah. Maybe they operate in fours because there's four quadrants okay so the hometown they live in Zootopia, Newtopia he lives in a fucking skyscraper his dad is the mayor his mom is his dad his other dad is a like crowdfunder okay yep maybe a a speaker or a manager like a uh, uh, influencer His dad isn't. His one dad's a politician. One dad's an influencer of a. So they both have the same job. Mm -hmm. One's just entertainingly. So one's a. One controls the pop population. You know, like the. So he's basically like the shadow government. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Okay, an influencer and a. A politician. Politician, which is also an influencer. So I I feel the need to clarify that more. You know, so. How the dad clearly goes on like political strict rallies, and does the other dad just go around with like pot? And he's like, "Hey, man, we just need to like burn those fuckers, Zootopians <laughs> out." I mean, I was thinking a lot more, a lot more um, P 
peace, love, and happiness. Yeah, but what if his dads are just toxic as fuck? Yeah, that would be nice. Like, hey, like he gives off this impression of like, you know, like Matthew McConaughey, like, all right, like, hey, we're gonna go kill them Zootopians. How about that? Oh, <laughs> and the other dad's like, the Zootopians are not good. We have to get rid of them. They're not fun. They're they're trying to impede on our armies. I was thinking they'd have to form the perfect like family unit mm. of like cohesiveness. But and, that, that's what the they have to do for the politics. Yeah, but then that's not actually like who they are. Maybe yeah. the two dads like fight all the time, and the son doesn't actually want to be a general, but he forced them to be a general because good image. Yep. So I'd like to put out the image that one of his dad this isn't a diss against obama but one of his dads is like obama and, and the other dad is like matthew mcconaughey <laughs> okay just as an image of how to paraphrase this properly okay okay the people pleaser and the the people pleaser and the people pleaser <laughs> that's i was trying to do an obama impersonation like we have to we have to kill the zootopians okay <laughs> okay okay so let's think about this I'm picturing. <laughs> okay. You're picturing Obama and Matthew McConaughey making love. So not making love, just kissing. <laughs> how do they have a kid? Is he adopted? Yeah. Is this, do they have some kind of thing? How where... do two gay men get a child nowadays? It's you know. Okay, so he's adopted. Yep. So that means we could have two. Oh, we'd have two elf dads. Okay. And then we could have okay. one grung child. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a grung child. Uh, okay, son, maybe a grung child. You have to child. stop eating flies. <laughs> Dad, you don't understand. Hey, all right, let that kid eat fucking flies. <laughs> or is that going to be Hank Hill? Bobby. <laughs> okay, back. Yep, anywho. No, Matthew McConaughey, Obama. Uh, yep. I don't know if I'm sold on the grown child. Yeah, yet. no, I'm. I'm not quite either. Okay, so the house that they live in. Yes. Uh, that's obviously a skyscraper, like top floor penthouse. Yep. Most definitely. Okay, so I think we have, if we were to describe that city all around, it's uh, Marvel City. Um, no, White obelisk into the sky, peaceful birds yep. chirping neighborhood. Wagons, nice food stores. Yep. All uh, clean food, no pesticides. Running water that pushes the shit right into the ocean, but it deteriorates. Because I like to imagine, this is one of my favorite things to do. Not a beach. Well, beaches are cool. I love beaches. But imagine, okay, so the Utopia. The Utopia has a beach. And it's very, it's got perfect surfing waves. Um, and then, but this is the thing, is it's fabricated they have fabricated beaches to make perfect waves and then perfect reefs and then right as soon as it drops off it's just super fucking deep ocean that's where the big creatures lie okay dom so i'm going to mesh mesh together your idea with what my original thought was walmart world fuck you okay so why i agreed to atlantis was because i pictured fucking like you know okay in the ancient civilizations show that we're watching yugo Patania. no do you remember atlantis <laughs> yeah the the vision of atlantis uh-huh. it's the the central landmass with a extra ring around it yeah. she's for the record she's talking about graham hancock's ancient civilization documentary on netflix anyways 
we just watched the one with Atlantis, and here it is. It's a, like, central landmass with all of most of the buildings, and then an outer ring of land that had, like, weird, random... I don't exactly know what was on it, but it looked really fucking cool. Hmm. So, I'm thinking... Uh, water, deep ass fucking water, inner water, of where these makeshift waves can be, and this is your city tall structures. Yes. So, so, okay, audience, picture an inner circle, and there. That's basically what I was thinking of. By the oh, way. Oh, oh, sweet. So, okay. Inner circle, city, big utopia city, and then. Right outside of that city is water, and in that water is like fabricated beaches, reefs, things perfect for society. It's like ideal Dubai. leisure activities that can entertain people. And then there might even be islands offside of that for like people living in. Mm-hmm. Just you know, Trump. But this kid has a vacation house there for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then it this it just drops the fuck off to a bottomless pit. Yep. And that's the world. Uh huh. And that's your city. Yep. That's okay. pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And then with that being said, his city is pretty much done. We, I think we have the world pretty much covered. Yep. I think that really solidifies it. So then character. <laughs> this. Let's pick a race first. This is uh, always the fun one. What kind of race? So there's we, we can pick any race. Everybody's living in harmony here in Utopia. We can do Dragonborn. Mm-hmm. First of all, his dads. Should his dads be the living embodiment of Matthew McConaughey and Obama? We make them human. <laughs> or maybe Matthew McConaughey could be a bugbear and Obama could be a centaur. And Obama just lays in a centaur cock and a. Mel's giving me a bad eye. Never mind. We're not doing that. Okay. Um, the <laughs> politician. <gasps> Goblin. <laughs> We can make one of them a hobgoblin. Oh, God. I was originally liking your idea of them both being elves. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, because elves would be a leader in this. Yeah, they just seem to be the, the, you know, peak peon. Okay. So, we have two elves. Oh, my God. Could we, like, mesh together a... Matthew Mercer is one of them. Shut your mouth. What? Mer- he's messy. the god <laughs> he's the alien <laughs> uh oh anyways okay critical role is the aliens yeah never mind they should both be elves yeah okay. i was thinking one should be a tiefling so if we had to think about this what if the kid was a half elf okay and then he could be a bard because half elves are really good with charisma okay so ooh, one of them could be a human one of them could be an elf yeah, Half elf kid. Yep. They adopted for what they wanted both of them to be. Who's going to be the elf and who's going to be the human? Because that really messes with the power <laughs> dynamic. Okay, so I, I want to initially my brain jumped both ways. Is uh-huh. is uh, if Obama was the elf, it would make sense on why he's like this strict politician. Yeah. But then it's also fun to imagine like a Willie Nelson esque Matthew McConaughey elf that's just like he's the older one and more wise, but and he's, he's just stoner baloney. The one who's been manipulating things forever. Yeah, like you know what I love about these high school dwarfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stay at the same age. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, that's a horrible movie. Okay. That's not true. It's a good movie. That was just a dirty part. Yeah, I guess so. So, 
logically it makes sense that Obama's the elf because okay. he's the politicianer. But comically wise, I think it's funnier that Obama's the human, human, and he just has to learn how to like not be so strict. So we could okay. make our own sense of lawfulness, you know, like maybe I don't know. <laughs> We're going too much into the characters that are the sub characters, not the main character. So elves tend to be lawful. Yeah. So I think you should probably we should probably make Obama the lawful one. Okay. But then why would Obama want to marry Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> maybe he just they fell in love. But what is he seeing? Like maybe okay, it completes maybe his he other likes, half. Yeah, maybe he likes the. Um, social prowess that matthew mcconaughey mm. can like provide. maybe they don't actually love each other it's just a, a, a business transaction mm. oh and they both cheat on each other with other guys so like Aww. the kid will always see like a dwarf in like a gimp suit walking by okay this is deep <laughs> we can't we'll, we'll plot on this all day so obama's the elf Yes. Matthew McConaughey is a human, mm-hmm. uh, but Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused. All right, all right, all right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Not like <laughs> yeah. Dallas Buyers Club where he already got AIDS and is dying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So our character is a half elf. Yes. Okay. So <sighs> a half elf. I want to say he's a bard. Okay. Uh, so if he's a half elf, we get to pick class. Class is a bard, but let's just go over the other ones. Um, Druid, barbarian, monk, fighter, ranger, rogue, sorcerer, warlock, wizard, artificer, blood hunter. Okay, wait, if he's going to be a general. Yeah, what? but he doesn't really want to be a general. Yeah, that's true. So it makes okay. sense on this like half elf bard being a general. He's like, you know, playing a song. I don't want to kill. <laughs> oh no, the general, the song by the dispatch. Aww. General, what is that? What's the. Uh, so take your time, shine with your shine. Got no time to lose. You're a young man. You must be. <laughs> that's the fucking. That, so maybe that's his name, the general. Okay. <laughs> but the it's, general. But it's the reggae song, the Dispatch General. <laughs> oh my god, I love that song. Hold on, let me find it real quick. That makes. Hmm. Playing the song might help us, and I don't know if it's copyright, so I'll play a little bit only what 15 seconds yeah this is if you haven't heard the song when i first heard it the beginning um was a little bit like weird to me yeah but then as you play the song it's like oh this is a really good song i thought at least like the way he sings really quick is kind of hard to go into at first like to me i wasn't sold on the way he sang it if that makes sense okay but then after i heard it, i was like oh no of course i'm sold it's a fucking great song Ooh, maybe we can do a commentary and that makes it non-copyrighted. Oh, would that work? Maybe. Huh. Well, then I was thinking maybe he could be a multi-class of a fighter and a bard. A multi-class of fighter and a bard. Mm. Well, he's level one, so I don't know what we... Okay, what if he's a level two? There was a decorated general with a heart of gold. He's a half elf, by the way. Yep. This guy that this guy's singing about. And this is his first battle. This is the first battle. Fame, but because he was really good at playing instruments. He didn't grow a beard, he's too young. <laughs> he could just be sporting some little hairs on his chin. This is the talking part I was like, not sold on, but it's actually good. 
Uh, dwarves held tall. <laughs> and he played his loot. The elf. Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. that's fit. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was so stoked about oh. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is like the perfect. Okay. I can just listen to this song the whole podcast. <laughs> Don't get caught up in that equator hurricane. <laughs> Don't get caught up in that equator hurricane. <laughs> Surf those fabricated beaches. Just like, hey, fuck everybody else. This is just about the utopian civilizations. <laughs> Wow, this song fits. Okay. Should I turn it off? Because I can just keep listening to it. If you want to listen to it, you can listen to it. The dwarves could go as they please. As the air cogros. Matthew Mercer said. Oh, wait, no, the general. <laughs> Yeah, see Toby and stop fighting dickheads. <laughs> okay, that's enough. You guys get it. That's a good fucking wow, song. Wow, that so weirdly fits onto what my idea was. It was ridiculous. That was the general dispatch. And uh, they're a super good band. Check them out on Sugar Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Shack is a YouTube channel. They're pretty good. Uh, did they actually play them there? I don't know if they did or not. I said, you know, Sugar Shack's cool, so... We'll check that and only put that in if they did. <laughs> no, no, fuck it. <laughs> we'll keep them in anyways. Okay, so... Uh, what do we go about with this now? Okay, so my thought process is if um, his parents are pushing him to be a general, he's probably trained in being a fighter. Yes. But if he's at heart a bard, that's why I was thinking a multi-level... If he's a well, level two... He doesn't need to be a bard then. Because... If he's a fighter, uh, it could play into his story that he's a fighter that doesn't want to be a fighter. He could be a pacifist fighter. That's true. He was just trained in the art of fighting. He's like, God damn it, mom and dad and dad. Uh, Obama. <laughs> dad and daddy. God damn it. What's his name? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Barack. Oh. <laughs> Barack. God damn it, Barack. I don't want to be a fighter. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. So he's a fighter. Okay, he's a fighter. What's he trained in fighting in particularly? You know, what's his choice weapon? I would... Oh, come on. It's This is an obvious one. A, uh, a rapier. He's rich boy. Rich boys oh, yeah. wear rapiers. Okay. He's like a fencer to the heart. Uh, okay. Okay, so we have a, a half-elf. Uh, okay. Half-elf level one fighter. Okay. And now what's the background? Noble. Noble, of course. Duh. Yep. Okay, noble. Yeah, okay. Noble cool. and maybe of the um, politician branch of noble. So then we can do an extra um, skill boost in uh, persuasion and or deception. Persuasion and deception. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Is there an extra sheet? I'd like to look at one. Oh, take it. Just for stats. Nope, that's not it. Okay, anyways. So his background is a fighter. His noble background fighter. is a noble politician. So he could do... Hmm. 
I mean, I could always argue Arcane. And he's like, if an elf, like if they were put here and an elf is the longest one running, then elf is longest on this menagerie of a world, then they could know the magic of the old worlds. If that makes sense. Nah, I don't like that. Let's keep it basic. Deception's good. That's politician. And then persuasion's good because that's... Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's it. Let me just open up the high-quality um, uh, D&D book that my sister got me. Thanks, Ella. Politician background on D&D 5e. Just as a... Form oh, of... there's an actual politician background. Oh, there's a background for everyone. Oh, I thought we were going to have to make our own. Okay, cool. Oh, he even has a feature. Feature is people find you have a noticeable presence. They may stop you frequently and ask you where they have seen you. You are seen as a very approachable person in general, and random passerby will drawn to speak with you if they see you. If someone is in need of something or in distress, they will likely open up to you about their problems easily. Oh, that's cool. You can also have an alternative feature of political presence. You are commonly taken for face value as a person of great standing. People will likely treat you as a noble or assume you of that lineage. You can attain audiences with nobles or officials easily, as they may often see you as one of their circle. I like that one more. Yeah, let's do political pre- presence. Yes. Because cool. prominence won't really do that much when he leaves Utopia. And he might expect it. So that can play into his actual personality. Yes. Okay, so, wait, skills, proficiency, deception, and persuasion. Yeah, so you hit it. Tool proficiencies, forgery kit, and calligrapher supplies. Wow. Languages, one of your choice. Equipment, fine clothes, a fancy ring worth five gold pieces, a political manifesto you helped write, and a pouch containing 20 gold pieces. Um, languages. Um, I would naturally go to, um elvish but if he has a half elf then he'd automatically have elvish in common i think that would hit be his stick like starting off languages i think he's definitely gonna have elven in common for yes. sure uh th- th- yeah, there's no way to raise around that yeah but so then with his politician branch what what's his extra language like what do you think would most benefit him maybe um <laughs> I want to say something like, okay, so hear me out. Draconic. Okay. Because dragons are the most powerful of species. Okay. And the, if there's one thing Obama taught you is you have to be ready. You have to be ready to deal with the most powerful people you'll ever meet. <laughs> so it was a hard choice between that and like some kind of demon language because demons are also powerful. Okay, but yeah. But we don't talk to the North Koreans. We don't associate ourselves with terrorists. Demons are terrorists. All right. Horrible Obama impersonation. Yep, Don't definitely. kill me. Okay. Okay, so. Okay, wait, hold on. Equipment. A fancy ring worth five gold pieces. Ooh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I mean, he doesn't need all this stuff. Yeah, you don't have to write that stuff down. Yep. Um. I like the fancy ring one. Yeah, he gets a fancy ring. What's that ring look like? Um, I was thinking it was going to be like um, a blue-violet color set in gold because that's like the richest element mm. um which is a diamond ring yeah and in the i imagine like a a golden locket and it's got a picture of obama and matthew mcconaughey kissing oh that's cute that way okay let's do that okay a love a oh, love a necklace. love locket. his alignment 
this one's pretty straightforward. Um, he's a lawful good. He's. I want this guy to be an actual good guy. I mean, you could always make the okay. fun argument that he's a chaotic evil, the black sheep, and he's like, but I, I don't see no, it happening. No, because I think if we're operating under his parents aren't actually good people, that means he has to be good people. Yes. Like, so as a good idea to imagine your brains, people, lawful good is a rule of block, rule, fuck <laughs> me. Speech! Hey, someone here is not a real politician. <laughs> Uh, a rule-abiding citizen that works within the rules of society. Examples, Captain America, a knight, Superman, Yoda, Pam Beasley from The Office, and my favorite one, Finn from Adventure Time. So, so far, I am imagining straight-up Finn. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Half-elf Finn. He's Finn. With a rapier. Yep. Finn with pointy ears. <laughs> we can't do Finn because we're only using that as a template to guide, but because Finn is way too... We can't steal Finn. He has long, flowing blonde hair. Yes. Okay, definitely long blonde hair. With blue eyes. Is that too Finn? With green eyes. No, no. We should go with brown. With brown eyes? Let's say brown eyes. Okay. Just to make him... More mundane? Yeah, that's that's what gives him part of his... uh, allure is he's not that blonde haired crystal blue eyed person that like you imagine he's he's got brown eyes like he's not like the other politicians he's down to earth yeah he's down to earth just like zach efron oh that's a another netflix show down to earth with zach efron uh three traits i haven't seen that (laughs) i haven't either i'm too scared to watch it (laughs) i don't want to see i'm sure zach efron's cool but i don't want to see some like really good looking douchebag going around like i don't want to see the arrogance and he's like that he may or may not have and he's like naturally good at everything (laughs) and he's just arrogant about it i don't think this is probably how it is now we're gonna have to go home and watch zach efron's down to earth i hope you know that regardless prove ourselves wrong i have always liked him as an actor yeah. Not shitting on him. I'm just saying I'm scared of him because he's good looking. <laughs> Dom, you're attractive. Don't let your self esteem go down. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a walrus. <laughs> Sexy walrus. Uh, anyways, three traits about this person. Okay. Aspects of them. Uh, traits. Last one we use gullible, uh, comical, goofy, strict. It'd be kind of funny to make him strict lawful good but he's more of a lenient lawful good yeah i think he should be like maybe gentle gentle <laughs> i'm trying yes, to think yes, of yes. like you no, know that's a really good one the perfect person who you would hope to be in power but like of course those who are perfect for power are not in power your brother dimitri Aww. gentle is a perfect one okay so if we were to explain Mel's brother, gentle. <laughs> gentle. <laughs> He's got a little bit of anger issues every now and then, but he doesn't put them on anybody. Yep. Uh, dare I say slightly controlling, but only when it was at that party and everybody was like kind of going crazy. Oh, we're still describing Dimitri yeah. here? I thought we were describing... No, okay. I need to paint it somewhat of a picture. I just made a reference to your brother and the audience needs to hear like, who the fuck is her brother? And like, I don't want to just be like, oh, like your brother, inside joke. No. We could stop it, Gentle. <laughs> Okay, gentle. <laughs> Just like Mel's brother. Okay. Uh, well, your brother's very rapey. 
He gives off those vibes. So we, I'm glad he gives off those vibes. <laughs> it, really, it really does seem like him. He's the opposite. He's not rapey. Okay, let's get off of the, the more Dimitri. <laughs> he's a leader. A leader's a game. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he's... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad joke. Okay, so this we're giving... This podcast goes a million views. <laughs> oh, God, Dimitri. Um, okay, gentle. Uh, should he be like goofy? He's a gentle young lad. Maybe slightly arrogant. <sighs> I don't want to make him arrogant. I know, but he's been like born into prestige. Yeah. Well, then what if we made him sensitive? Gentle and sensitive. That could be how the prestige hit him. So, spitballing here. Gentle boy raised in society. Um raised in prestige made him also open-minded he knows he's raised in prestige okay he knows he has greater benefits and he knows that he was raised as the one one percent and so he wants to be gentle okay but he also wants to be he's also made himself sensitive so if someone came up to him was like hey man okay what the fuck You, you 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 were born rich come on man and he's like i know i was born rich it's okay yeah. You know, that's. But there's nothing I can do about it. But I'm truly sorry for that. If yeah. I could trade places with you, yeah. I would. But you're a hardworking man. I'm sure you have good. You know, and if someone punched him in the face, be like, ow. <laughs> you know, I probably deserve that. Yeah, I probably deserve that. <laughs> I don't want to fight you. Oh God. So uh, maybe not a, a so much of a pushover though. Yeah, not a pushover. No. Just sensitive to a fault almost, but that's not his flaw. Yeah. So gentle, sensitive. Um. For the record, if you've ever watched Dungeons and Daddies, I imagine Matt Arnold's character the uh, in season two. Oh, in season two? Yeah. Link? Link. Okay. Kind of like Link. Okay. But we're not going to steal Link either. I was thinking more strong because he's the leader of, a, of an army. Hmm. Okay. So he does have to have some kind of... He needs some strength. Otherwise, he'd be trampled all over. Hmm. You're right. You're right. Uh, deceitful? Eh, that's too evil. Hmm. Uh, cautious is a cool one, but I don't think that's a good one. So I'm looking at traits. Uh, dishonesty, distinctive. What's distinctive really mean? This is when someone has physical traits that set them apart. They can have big ears, a scar, or another characteristic that makes them different. As you can imagine, this can be a bit of a disadvantage if your character is trying to hide or disguise themselves. However, it can give your character a bit of reputation. If your character has a limp, they may use it to get sympathy, for example. That's kind of a cool one. Um, okay, how about... So we put down he's gentle. Yep. What was the other one? Uh, sensitive. Sensitive. But what if he was distinctive with a really strong chin? <laughs> like, like a really strong chin that people just had to respect. Like a Superman chin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, like, he just naturally gains this i don't know is that too much of a a stretch when it comes to a chin i don't know i've never met anyone with a chin so distinctive that i believe their leadership power is i got one how about more than just a chin how about that squidward face when it got slammed into the door he's got a distinctively phenomenal face (laughs) he's just really good looking which makes sense on why obama and matthew mcconaughey as a loving gay couple would have picked him 
as politicians. Is it conceited? <laughs> yeah, well, because, you know, like the politicians, they want, like, if yeah. you ever watch the campaign, they get the golden retriever. And, like, like this one's <laughs> this name is, is Bullet. <laughs> oh, my God. The golden retriever, retriever of children. That's who he is. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So, sensitive, <laughs> uh, distinctively attractive, and gentle. Distinctively attractive is a um, personality trait. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm reading off of what are some common D and D. Okay, I don't know why, but it's on BetterHelp.com. <laughs> oh, you're on the site that I was on. They're gonna say that D and D can help you with mental health problems. Oh, that's cool. Because you can work out um, aspects of your personality that. Huh. Oh, that's cool. You hadn't explored before. Okay, so, I mean, fuck it. Distinctive. Fuck it. Distinctively attractive, to be specific. (laughs) This just... Okay, so this kid's good-looking as fuck. He's Peak Retriever. (laughs) Is that his name, Retriever? It might have. Like, Patriot Retriever. (laughs) (laughs) He's just an all-American boy, but gentle. Oh. Like this is the okay. Here's Aww. what if his name was San Francisco? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> this is like he has two gay dads. Yeah. And they're raising him to be this like golden retriever boy, but with like a liberal touch to him. So what is the golden retriever of liberal? You know what I mean? Like his name is like he's turning out to be the golden retriever for the liberal party. Think about it. Yeah, I'm trying He's to. <laughs> gentle, sensitive, and really good looking. So imagine you're in a, a college campus and someone's uh, saying something out loud like, hey, we need to ban abortion. Uh, that's not good. You need to give kids rights, babies rights. And this kid stands up and he's like, actually, women deserve rights. <laughs> like, that's him. You know, he's like, you shouldn't trample on women's rights like that, man. Like, you need to calm down. You know the perfect, the perfect PC name, <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, yeah. There's some Republican named Gavin. Like, God damn it! <laughs> what if we did this? Uh, what if we looked up the perfect? What if we did it ironically? What if we did the most American redneck name? Like Diesel. <laughs> Diesel. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Diesel Warthog. Diesel Warthog. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're thinking about a name. Yep. We have his personality traits. We need to get uh, ideals next. An ideal is a belief that the that drives the character. So, uh, I dishonor myself. I dishonor my clan. You know, this is an overwhelming belief that drives the character. Maybe what? Pacifist. Yeah, I was thinking maybe spread this um, love, peace, love. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> spread this peace, love, and happiness through the world. You know, yeah, like, this. I only fight when I'm in self-defense. Like, yep. I ref- I'm a pacifist at all costs unless I need to defend my or someone else's rights. Okay. So that's a pretty good belief. Pacifist until provoked. Yeah, pacifist until provoked. And provoked meaning protecting someone. That's a pretty good one. All right, a bond. A bond is are things, people, or places a character cares deeply about, and the and he would he or she would fight to protect it. So, you know, someone loves their fame, they're gonna fight to protect their fame at all cost. 
What okay. would, what is this kid? This golden retriever. He loves his home. <laughs> this golden retriever. This Finn golden retriever. He Dimitri. Loves, he loves his his home, his owners, his family. Uh, like ooh. that's what he. Yeah, definitely, <sighs> definitely. Then it'll all come crushing down on him. Or he's scared it will oh, be crushing I can't down on him. Wait. Yep. Okay. <sighs> okay. This character's playing out. Home. The weaker aspect of our character. He's a virgin. What? That's not a weak aspect. Yeah, no, sure. That's okay. a strength. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. Well, it depends on how old you are. No. The movie Forty-Year-Old Virgin's there because that's fucking crazy. Dom. No. Okay, sorry. I was just kidding, guys. It's okay to be a virgin. Yeah, I, okay, you know what? Speaking, I'm, I'm joking around. If I'm to pull myself out a joke, it is okay to be a virgin. Okay, so a flaw. <laughs> Being an idiot like me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put my flaw into this guy. He likes to eat pastries too much. <laughs> oh, gee, sorry. Uh, okay, let's see. A flaw. A flaw, weaker aspect of a character. I'm so overly horny when I see cheese, I can be tr- controlled like a puppet. That's an example. Uh, a good flaw for the golden retriever boy. He's not uh, stern. He doesn't know how to lay down his fist. I think he has to. He's a general. Uh, maybe he's not a good general. He doesn't want to be a general. And his parents are like, God damn it. Damn it, Bobby. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, devil's advocate to that. Something else. Uh, a flaw. I mean, we could go completely somewhere else with a flaw. You know, uh, he's scared of the ocean. Yeah, I... I like the horny with cheese thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Not so, specifically that one. I just no. Let's say that. if he was, let's say his dads would always make out in front of him <laughs> when he was eating a charcuterie board. Yeah. And so now, whenever he sees cheese, he thinks about his dad's fucking. He's like, oh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Well, no one said he's mentally healthy. I mean, he's a golden retriever. <laughs> a golden retriever would eat a used condom on the floor. <laughs> Threw it down there. I was just thinking about that one video of the golden retriever who, like, humps everything. <laughs> <laughs> like every dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, specifically, like, a frog head or okay, something. So we were to embody golden retriever. What if this kid wants to hump everything? His flaws, like, he just wants to fuck. <laughs> He's just not stern enough. To... Even trees. Okay, just... so, so his flaw—he has a dual-sided flaw. He's overly horny, and he—and he—he's not stern enough. Like, he—he—he he, he can't put his arm around the girl, you know. But he wants to fuck so bad. I—I <laughs> I like this. And his their dads just like their dads. It was the um, the church boy thing you know the uh the preacher's daughter like the politicians obama and matthew i mean hypothetically (laughs) in this progressive (laughs) utopia-esque i would think that maybe he had um sexual partners wildly at his disposal given to them by campaign managers that seems very sex selling but maybe they gave him Kids, uh, kids. <laughs> deep state. Oh. Uh, maybe they. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't even Dominic. think right now. <laughs> maybe 
they would bring. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the campaign managers of this menagerie world, the aliens, Matt Mercer. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Matt Mercer would come down from the heavens <laughs> with a <laughs> Oh my god. This is so stupid. <laughs> oh Matt Mercer would come down from the heavens with a young supple. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm dying. No! <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh, fuck. That's too funny. <laughs> okay. I do like the idea of Matthew Mercer coming down, though, as an alien. <laughs> so Matthew Mercer is definitely an alien. And he's... We'll call him Matthew Mercer. It doesn't have to be Matthew Mercer's body, in fact, but I no, would like it to be. No, 100% his body. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, he's just an alien. Yep. And he's got tentacles like a Yugopotamian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he's allergic to candy. Is this so. kid's name Vicky? <laughs> Maybe he's just wildly obsessed with the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. For the record, huge Matthew Mercer fans don't think we're fucking with him. He's just our <clears throat> peak god. Yeah, he's god. You know, he's he's like uh, Gary Gygax for us. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so so why is golden <laughs> golden retriever so horny? Um, I'm assuming because you know campaign manager. No, we're not selling sex, Dom. Damn it! Come on, you no, don't think that's funny? Uh, no. Okay, so he's not overly horny. That's so horribly, evilly dystopic. It's ridiculous. No, 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 no. Um. No, that totally brings me into, like, a handmaid's tail situation, and that's not comfortable. So, what, you don't think it's okay for Golden Retriever Boy to be overly horny? No, I think he's okay to be overly oh, horny. Oh, but they weren't bringing down sex objects for him? No. Okay. No but sex. what if they were bringing in arranged no. marriages? Like, hey, here you go, like, check this girl out, and he's like... Yeah, but that's where it stops. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, 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 it ended up fueling this kid <laughs> oh my god i want to make this dennis from always sunny in philadelphia now oh god. um it ended up fueling this kid to just be sexually overcharged because he just got everything in the world he's gentle he's sensitive okay here's how it works out he's oversensitive and gentle and he doesn't have a backbone so they would bring him these women he'd have sex with <laughs> he would he would introduce himself to him but he could never make the final move. He wouldn't have sex with them. But they would always bring him women to try to like, hey, check this out. Like, good wife material, you know, if you choose to swing that way. And he wouldn't go through with it because he doesn't have a backbone. So they just kept bringing him mates until, you know, trying to hope that he goes through with it. And it ended up just like creating the cycle of, ah, I don't know. You don't like this? No. Okay, what do you think? You tell. You talk. I don't, I don't know. I just... That's not sitting right with me. Okay, so Golden Retriever Boy needs a flaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if he has an addictive personality? And he could be drawn to drugs really easily. Okay. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yep, that could be done. <laughs> <laughs> Does Matthew Mercer bring him like crack? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Why is he addicted to drugs? Is it just naturally born into his personality, or did something happen to him? When he was a young kid, maybe does Matthew McConaughey, dad, have a drug addiction personality, and it is Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey, and he actually left a bunch of, like, drugs on the table, and at a young age, he this snorted it. This is so it. dark. I was picturing something so pure. Yeah, but there, there's a utopia that's about to go to war with Southtopia. Yeah, but only in in thought. Only in thought. What if they are going to war? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, what if there's an overwhelming plan of, we just want to rule Southtopia? They want to rule it? Yeah. And they're just using Golden Retriever Boy to be the catalyst. That's the overwhelming plot of, like, that's fucking Golden Retriever Boy in the ass. Okay. <clears throat> and hence why a toxic family here of Matthew McConaughey and Obama having sex. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Mercer's the alien, and he's, like, watching from all this, and he's like, I don't know why he's doing it, <laughs> but he is. Okay. And so the flaw would be this kid has an addictive personality. <laughs> it's just not coming together in my brain. No? No. Um, gentle, sensitive. <clears throat> Maybe there's no archetypes for you to pull a brain thought to to make this work for you. Yeah. So gentle, sensitive. Um, what was the other one? Distinctively attractive. Distinctively attractive. Blonde hair, brown eyes, uh, luscious body. Maybe it's just because I was picturing a Finn-like archetype yeah. and this fits nowhere. Yeah, you need it. to drop the Finn archetype. <sighs> you need to think of Finn. Okay, here's a good archetype to think about. Think about Aaron Carter. And he went his whole life being like, you know, but, okay. and then all of a sudden he got drugged and like he snorted coke and he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's just like uh, living in this prestige, your drugs are readily available to you. So, of course, he'd fall into it. You okay. Know? Child actor syndrome. Child actor syndrome. Okay. Child actor syndrome. But... So, outside of Utopia, he's not going to have access to drugs. Yep. So, maybe his flaw is if he can't find, like, something to get him high every now and then, he kind of starts to tweak out a little bit. Okay. He goes through withdrawal. Yeah. And then he could also be, you know, compromised pretty easily by villain. If the villain's like, hey, man, you want to snort some, you know, okay. magic? Yep. Okay. Okay. We got flaw. That was the longest flaw I think we're ever going to yeah, have to go through. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. But it was fun. Okay. And that... Flaw drugs, got it. Addictive personality. Um, so that could be sex as well. Uh, uh, name. <laughs> I really like Golden Retriever Boy. <laughs> he could still hump everything. I wasn't denying that. It okay. was just purely the whole the having people sold to him by different campaign ma campaign managers. That Matthew Mercer in Critical Role. Yeah, wasn't too good with me. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so that raises the question for what's this kid's name? I kind of liked Gavin. <laughs> okay, what if we used two Republican senators? Because Gavin Newsom, I believe, is a senator. Really? Yeah. And then, like, Ron DeSantis. So, like, Gavin, Gavin DeSantis. DeSantis. <laughs> I think that's too 
Okay. Too poly. So then we could do Ron, Ron, and then we could do a liberal name, Ron Sanders. <laughs> no, that's too close <laughs> yeah. to Dungeons and Daddies. Ron Stampler has taken the name. He's taken the cake. Well done, Beth May. Well done. Thank you. We salute you. Yeah, fucking lovely character. So is the other dude. Um, I like a liberal and a Republican name. Okay. It's, it's political, so yeah. I think we have to be political. Okay. Uh, Beavis and Butt. Uh, <clears throat> George is a George W. Bush. George. Uh, and then hmm, a liberal president? Fuck, I can't pull off any. I'm so bad with like that stuff. Uh, who's the peanut farmer? What? The peanut farmer. Jimmy Carter. Wait, that's an actual president? Yeah. When I asked you who it was, you just said something along the lines of he's a peanut farmer. Yeah, I fuck with you all the time. Okay. No, that's Jimmy Carter. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he. I believe he was the peanut farmer. So we could do... <laughs> oh, Jimmy George. Jimmy George Carter? <laughs> no, just Jimmy oh. George. Or George Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy George seems like a... Sh- like, I don't know. That seems- okay, so imagine a gentle fin that can be addicted to drugs. He's like all over the place. He's is is he energetic? Yeah. He's energetic but soft spoken like Michael Sarah. Like like Finn. Like Finn. Yeah. I just And his name I is, think there's an episode where Finn is on drugs. And his name is Jimmy George. Okay. Do you, do you Jimmy, like Jimmy George? I, can, I like Jimmy George. I can fucks with Jimmy George. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the my favorite character yet. <laughs> Jimmy. George. Okay. And he loves to fish. Just kidding, I just saying shit. Um okay, his name's Jimmy George. Is it time to roll for stats? Oh shit. I think it's time to roll for stats. It might be time for stats, actually. Um No, what? I mean we still have to figure out all of his like actual stats. So hold on. <clears throat> Brief intermission. Okay. So General Jimmy George. General Jimmy George. Is a half elf. Half elf. And with that, he gets an ability score increase of plus two to charisma and two other ability scores of choice. So which one should we dedicate it to? We can't add them to charisma again. Um, Well, he's a rapier, so dexterity. Okay. And then what would... Oh, uh, wisdom or intelligence. I would say wisdom. Oh yeah, which one works with deception and persuasion? Mine, mine doesn't have the stats written down next to it. Uh, deception is charisma, charisma and persuasion is charisma. Okay, let's, oh. So okay. I would say wisdom. A politician, you could be a dumb politician with no intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, he's not like a math wizard. Golden retriever. Yeah, golden retriever. Yeah. So I say wisdom. So his, so it's wisdom. Dexterity and charisma. That works for me. Wisdom, dexterity, and charisma. Okay. Okay. Also, they live until 180 years old, just a heads up. Okay, but he was born into the menagerie. Yeah. So he's only, you know, this menagerie is 700 years old. So he's like 22. Yeah. So does that mean. Well, Obama and Matthew McConaughey were brought into the menagerie when they were, like, teenagers. You know, maybe they had their memories wiped and they were dropped here. 
and they've been living on their this planet on U- Utopia ever since. Okay. Just to make it see the scenery of it like work, you know. Okay. A fighter has one d10 hit dice, <clears throat> ten plus Constitution modifier. Which we don't need all of this for mm-hmm. the record. We just need let's do it to get his armor and his weapons. So, yep. armor. Uh, he's proficient in all armor and shields. He starts off with either chainmail or leather armor. And he's good with all weapons, simple and martial. Yeah, and he gets a longbow with 20 arrows no matter what. Oh, no, he can get chainmail or leather armor with longbow and 20 arrows. Um, really quick, skills. We get to choose two. Acrobatics, animal handling, athletics, history, insight, intimidation, perception, survival. Oh, anything? Or all of those? Of those. Okay, same one more time. Acrobatics, animal handling, athletics, history, insight, intimidation, perception, and survival. Which one goes with drugs? Um, survival? Well, he's got to have intimidate. He's got to have perception. Th- those are already... Um, persuasion and deception are already cut off from his Yeah, background. there's none in there. Okay, good. So, hmm. History is pretty good. He could have been taught history the, yeah we like we have to do what's good for his character and not what's good for oh yeah definitely what's, i'm just making sure i was thinking like like survival pers- for drugs so you mm. know to like i mean the hard thing is you can make an argument for anything yeah that's like true. i i want to say perception because perception is the most useful D tool you could use and if i were to say perception i could say he's done drugs so much <laughs> that is like his eyes are just like mushroom eyes and he can <laughs> like when you take so much mushrooms there's a theory that uh the color distortion allows you to see like forage better or something like that so oh, yeah okay so, so what if he's got just a little bit better perception after his vision was skewered after like going through a mushroom binge okay i like that i like that for no common sense whatsoever other than kind of cool right <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right perception and one more thanks for telling me i have no common sense <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I was just kidding. Okay. Um, animal handling's fun. <laughs> <laughs> he got high in the woods. Okay, so the animal handling can play in because um, he had to catch the toads in order to lick them. He's got a pet falcon. <laughs> <laughs> that is very noble esque. Um, but it, okay, if that means we're cutting out history. And so we have a fun one of perception. If we were to go, that's the Matthew McConaughey in him. If we wanted to go to the Obama part of him, then I would have to say, let's pick the boring one and say history. Yeah. Uh, It's equally balanced. Yeah. Personally, like... Son? Yeah, okay. As you see here, we have to learn the history of our people. Uh, What the fuck did he learn history-wise of the menagerie? Is that the secrets of the menagerie? Oh. That's pretty good. Hmm. He knows the secrets of the menagerie. Okay. Like he, like only, only oh, the elite yep. are chosen to, and he knows about it. That they are in fact living in a menagerie. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm pretty good. I like that a lot. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. So with that, he now gets to pick either chainmail, leather armor, with a longbow and twenty arrows. So, I kind of like the idea of leather of a uh, chainmail. Yep, chainmail it so he's got chain mail so he's a gentle boy <laughs> he's got chain <laughs> mail boy. to protect his gentle body uh, a martial weapon and a shield or two martial weapons um i a, like a, two rapiers 
Fuck. I don't know. Let's look up mm. martial weapons. I assume a martial weapon's like a... Actually, I don't know. Like a mace. Or whatever those... They're the gnarly ones, like a net. Ooh. No, dog. No, we already did the noodle net. <laughs> what's, what's the other weird martial weapon? It's like a fucking slingshot or something. No, isn't that like a common ranged weapon? Is a slingshot? Martial melee weapons. Battle axe, flail, glaive, great axe, greatsword, halberd, lance, longsword, maul, morningstar, pike, rapier, scimitar, scimitar, whatever the fuck. Short sword, trident, war pick, warhammer, whip, blowgun, crossbow, crossbow, longbow, net. Oh, we can give him a blowgun. No, but he's not ranged. This is a two martial weapon. Oh, he could pick, he could still have chain mail and something cool like that. Okay. Um,. He's not a whip kind of guy. As much as I want to say whip, because that's fun. That's very fun. He just... What what kind of sensitive boy would have a whip? Like, that gives me tyrant ruler. Okay, so here's the thing. If he was a gentle boy, and he's not a tyrant ruler, it would be really funny for him to have a whip. And it's like, here comes the politician's <laughs> son. He's got a whip. That would make me think that he's like... <sighs> You know, Patrick Starr when he gets dressed up in his fishnet leggings yeah. and high heels. and. <laughs> okay, so he definitely has a whip now. Um, <clears throat> it almost makes me think that maybe we should change one of his bonus stats to intimidation now. Why? Because he's giving off a dominatrix vibe now? Okay, so imagine this blonde-haired kid ready to do drugs. He's gentle, though, and he's like he's going to be quiet and soft-spoken. Yeah, I feel like that's not Dommy. But you see a really good-looking dude coming up with chainmail and a whip, and you hear that this guy's the politician's son that rules the world that you live in. <laughs> You'd be intimidated. I'd say, what the fuck is this? And then you go up to talk to him, and he's like, Aw, hey, how like, are you doing today? Yeah, how are you? But then if you like piss him off, he looks at you, and he's like, No, he Dom, say gentle and sensitive. Yep. Those are his core values. Okay, so here's a core value that we need to instill on him to try to figure out. Is he an extrovert or an introvert? I think he's a loving of all people. Yeah, but that doesn't say introvert or extrovert. It's like extrovert. Okay, so he's extroverted. Yeah. Okay, that's fun. Okay, he's an extrovert. Okay, so cut out intimidation. Back to weapons. <clears throat> he has a whip. <laughs> no! Oh, no whip. Okay, maybe a whip. Okay, so he can have a whip uh, and a halberd. <laughs> No. A halberd's pretty cool. Oh, a rapier, duh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so a whip and a rapier. Two two rapiers is too easy. He needs to have a, a whip. A rapier, which is 1d6. <laughs> and a whip. Jesus Christ. Hell yeah, I like this guy. What's a whip? 1d4. I might have to play this guy in a campaign. I think you might have to. What's a good voice for this guy so far? Oh <laughs> no! It's, uh, You're dedicating too much to the um, the <laughs> drugs and or the uh, I rich. Am, I am. You're right. Gentle, sensitive. Hey guys, how's it going? My name's Jimmy Johnson, and uh, hope you're doing okay. I was thinking like a Bob Ross vibe. There's some nice trees over there in the corner. Um, I'm going to go everyone. sit by the trees and look at them. We're having a good day. Okay. So psychedelic, calm, extrovert, but also energetic? I don't know if... When on drugs, energetic. Oh, yeah. So he's calm, but when he's on drugs, he's like, 
Oh my god, that tree over there is really cool. I want to go sit on it. <laughs> I want to go lean against it. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so I think that pretty much does it. He's ready to roll for stats. Yeah, I think he's ready to roll. Okay, my prediction is this character is going to be decked out. Okay, first roll, people. If you're not aware how we roll for stats for character building, uh, we roll four D6s. We pick the top three. We ditch the last lowest one, and that goes toward an overall bonus for his main six stats of character building, which are strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. He's got bonuses that we talked about. First roll, go. Ho, two fives and a three. Five, three, and a one. That's a negative one, everybody. Ooh. Five, four, three. Not doing too well. Not doing horrible. He's doing extremely average. Very a golden retriever of him. <laughs> Give that boy a treat. Eleven. Six, five, four. Fifteen. Damn, you get the good rolls. It's all in the hips. Six and two threes. So 12. We have one left, everybody. Hey, at least there's only been... I'm not going to jinx it. Hold on. Yeah, all ones on this one. Oh, three all sixes. Six. All four sixes. Does that mean we, we... Should we give him a little bit of a bonus for that? We can homebrew our own shit. That's pretty impressive. A plus five. Okay, if it were to 6, 12, 18, 24, if you were to do all four of them, that would be 24. That's That breaks the system. It tops out at 21. Give this boy plus five. Plus five. And then forever now, if someone ever gets all negative ones, uh, all ones, he also gets a negative five. What do you mean? So it, it, this goes both ways for this podcast going further in the future. If this character just rolled all sixes, so he gets a plus five. That's breaking standard. He should have only top out of a plus four. Mm-hmm. But it, oh, it mean, goes the other way as well. So if anyone rolls all yep. ones, then he gets a negative f- five. So, so if we ever make the character that we so love and talk about all the time named Goatman, then if Goatman <laughs> gets all ones, then he has a negative five somewhere. And Goatman will have a negative five somewhere on his okay, stats. Okay, fair enough. Okay, you've heard the legend of Goatman. Maybe one day we'll make him, but I'm we'll so see. afraid to make Goatman because what if he ends up being <laughs> not Goatman? Well, he will always be Goatman. <sighs> Okay, so the mods that we have to distribute are a plus one, a negative one, a plus one, a plus two, a plus one, and a plus five. Oh, okay. Plus, plus five is crazy. Where does this plus five go to? I kind of feel like it has to go to charisma. He already has plus two to charisma. Yeah. So he's going to have a plus seven? Yeah. Okay. He could never fail. Well, think about a plus seven to charisma. On this gentle young lad. If he doesn't he goes need up, to use it, but if he ever does. Oh, he has to use it because he's a pacifist. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So this is going to be the best part for him to be able to break fighting. So he's dedicated okay. to pacifism. Wow, that plays out perfect for him. Okay. So Charisma gets a plus five, which will make it a plus seven for Mr. Jimmy George. Jimmy George. <laughs> the drug-loving pacifist. 
the drug-loving pacifist. Son of Matthew McConaughey and Obama overruler Matthew Mercer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then a plus two is the next highest. Hmm. Um, Which we're totally ignoring the quick build for fighter. Fuck the quick build. Fuck that. Plus two. This is yeah. Uh, Dexterity to make him an actual fighter. Maybe he is good at it. He just hates it. Hmm. I mean, he could have been trained growing up. Yep. Well, I do want to give him a negative though on dexterity. He already has a plus one, one. on dexterity. Um, Why do you want to give him a negative on? Because the dude never fights. Like he was trained. And I guess I would, he could have like noble skills. See, I'm thinking he's the most badass fighter. He just never fights. But then I feel like we're making him too OP. Like, it's not sound like an OP. Like, it he's does. so good at, like, avoiding fights. But he never has to but fight. But then when he does fight, he wins. Like, that's so crazy. But then, okay, so we could do that. Okay. But playing the idea off, uh, he could have really good intelligence or wisdom. Like, we could be, this golden retriever boy could be, like, super smart. You already said he was, like, a goldfish. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it. He has. That's to how be. he decided his skills. Okay, fine. He's goldfish. All right, let's go forward with it then. <laughs> okay, so goldfish, goldfish, goldfish. A plus two on. On okay, uh, yeah, but let's add the plus two toward dexterity. Okay, so he then was trained. A plus three on dexterity. Holy shit! Okay. Um, we have the plus two gone. Now we have a plus one. Three plus ones and a negative one disperse. Yes. Okay, so let's just figure out which one gets the negative one. Um, Intelligence, goldfish? Yep. Okay. So he's got a plus one to wisdom, plus one to constitution, and a plus one to strength. So that makes it strength at plus one, dexterity plus three, constitution plus one, intelligence negative one, wisdom plus two, charisma plus seven. Okay, so this is a, he's got good, Jimmy George, the blonde fighter noble. General Jimmy George, the pacifist. He's got just a little bit of rippling muscles. He's got pretty good dexterity. He's trained with his rapier and he knows how to use his whip. His constitution, he's been bred in a noble place, but he's he's Meh. still he's still got plus one. Had to explain that. Uh, he's taking a lot of training swords to the chest, so he knows how to deal a little bit of damage. Intelligence. Hmm. He's a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom. His wisdom's a plus one as well. Yep. Okay. Uh, wisdom is plus two. Okay, so he's got just a little bit more wisdom than the average folk. A little bit more than normal. Because his father's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. He was just born from this guy sitting around going, Hey, man, you got to just be cool to everyone. He's like, I got to be cool. I could be, I could be cool. I could be cool. And charisma is off the fucking charts. <laughs> He's a golden retriever. Golden retriever runs up, licks your face, and you're like, oh, this dude's pretty cool. He's peak. You're always going to find cat people, but for the most part. <laughs> Not when Jimmy George is around. Who is this guy's natural villain? Oh, I forgot about villains. So we have the option to 
jump from his utopia and make a villain like a running campaign artist yeah or we could have the villain being someone what if we made a doppelganger of jimmy george it's the same exact person from southtopia okay oh my god but they're fucking mirror worlds in their mirror worlds but like if they see each other the alien overlords have matthew mercer have set something into them that they just fucking snap the leaders of Zootopia are actually um both lesbian women <gasps> instead of- yes yes <laughs> and this is a lesbian female okay so Zootopia is lesbian females and this is a lesbian girl going out oh wait no it doesn't a mean girl. she's a lesbian she's yep, a girl for sure and she is the Jimmy John, what's her name? Kimmy? Jenny Jane. <laughs> Jenny Jane. Jenny Jane, and she's same exact stats. Yep. Okay. Charisma's off the stat chart, but why is she the villain then? If he's going to, well, I think they're just natural. Like in his eyes, she's the epiphany of evil. This is the like person oh. that they are sending out to deliver. So his bond to protect the people is what you know he'll fight for his people mm-hmm. even though he's a pacifist he will fight to protect yep if he sees that this person's in danger so when he sees this person he just knows they both know in each other's heart it's not like when they see each other it, it, when one sees it's when they see each other they both know in their hearts that that person is trying to kill your fucking people yep so jenny jane is this like super fucking beautiful naturally beautiful soft-spoken like i guess <laughs> <laughs> this gentle sensitive distinctively attractive golden female uh, <laughs> no it's still golden retriever it's but. still a golden retriever yeah that's pretty good okay cool but in actuality are these worlds actually fighting no i think there is no actual hype it's just fear yeah, it's pure fear mongering. Huh. So no one's ever made contact because the world is so strict. Yep. And so not so much that it's so strict, it's so chaotic. Oh, it's so chaotic. And so both the Utopia fighters have sent out their people. Maybe Go. I mean, I don't know about Zootopia, but maybe Newtopia it's like they're sending out Jimmy George to um try and convince them not to fight and the army's there to suppress them if they decide to fight. The army's there to suppress what they want to fight. Okay. That's pretty good. So it's a possible diplomatic. So that makes the parents, McConaughey and Obama, Obama less evil and more. No, I'm still thinking. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is, we need to think about the plot on what Utopia, Newtopia and Southtopia really want. <clears throat> Are they evil and trying to rule? Or do they... That's a tough one. That is a very tough one. The characters are all there. We just need motives for these people. Okay, well, let's... And this is... Once we're done here, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So that's it. Um, plots are for fun. A plot is, you know, the character needs to find a cure for a demonic hemorrhoid curse before it kills her. <laughs> um... The character's dog was violently raped by orcs and now she vows to get revenge because character siblings are being tortured in a dungeon and... Oh, wait. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, whoa. Well, this is a deep one. Uh, a super serious plot. She has she saw an underground society commit an assassination on a king and needs to catch the culprits. What if 
okay, hear me out on this one. Obama and McConaughey. Yes. Perceived amongst their people as gay. Same with Jenny Janes. Yeah. What if they're not gay? <sighs> what if they're actually straight? Who? Obama and my, my... Hence why they have a bad couple. And so... No, you can't do that. But what if they're scorned lovers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, too far. No, to too much. <laughs> okay. They're a happily gay married couple. Okay, okay. Well, kind of happy. I, I thought we had a Yeah, I mean, toxic. yeah. Yeah, toxic relationship. Okay. Um, they are... They could either trying to rule the other side, and they're using politics to get there. Yeah. Are they ruling... Or are they suppressing? So, like, my original thought was that, like, they each thought that they were trying to take over. So, like, Newtopia and Zootopia yes. both had the idea that the other person was trying to take over. So, they send out their... Ranks. Young ranking representative child that's adopted to go they, into the world. To... Oh. See, so why does this make this person the villain? Maybe we don't need a villain this time. Maybe we just need, like... May, well, I mean, oh. like, if the... What? What if this is just the plot? And yeah. they need to meet the utopias? Mm -hmm. And then, um, what if that's not the villain? What if we still make a, a different villain? As long as it starts out on the premise of... What if Matthew Mercer's the villain? The alien overlord. And once they meet, they need yeah. to combine forces okay. and, and fight Matthew Mercer. <laughs> if this is campaign upon campaign... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely campaign on campaign. Then definitely, um, initially, they think they're going to war with each other. Initially, they think they're going to war with each other. Yes. Then they meet each other. That's up to the campaign to yeah. decide whether of course. they're yeah, going to kill true. that person. So the major plot or minor plot, what, what are we going for? Major plot or minor plot? Uh, both. I mean, this is D&D &D now. So we can make this for people to listen to, whether they want to go through with it or not. So the dungeon master can give this to their characters and say, um, you've been tasked to go to Southtopia to try to figure out with the army if this is a bad army or a good army, yep. what the fuck they're trying to do. And if they are trying to kill us, destroy them. Yep. And so when that player gets to um, the army, to Jenny Jane, that's where they have to figure out, do I kill this person? Do I let them live? Do we realize the real enemy here is the fucking alien overlords that are in closest cahoots with our parents? Okay. So, minor plot, Newtopia, Zootopia, Clash. Yes. Major plot. Well, minor plot would be, I think, more of find Zootopia and figure out what's going on. Major plot is fix this whole menagerie bullshit. Yeah. Break the Zootopia and like destroy your overlords yeah but would they okay overlords fair enough like create ultimate freedom mm -hmm. like there's no reason why we're supposed to be held down what know? are they held down by I don't know. <laughs> it seems pretty good to me. Yeah, it does seem pretty cool. Well, I don't know. Is it, though? Like, I mean, probably not. There's a utopia not. on both north and south, and everybody else lives in fucking squalor. Yeah. <laughs> amongst a horrible hurricane. Like, this is a... I, I think the overlords have to be evil. So that's the, the enemy, is the overlords. Why are the overlords doing this? That's the real plot. That's the, not the plot, but the real incentive for this. Yeah. 
Are the overlords doing this for a television show? Are they doing it for social experiments? Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Why are the overlords doing it? Are we deciding that? I don't know. Should we let the dungeon master decide I was it? thinking we'd let the dungeon yeah, master okay. decide it. Just right. because Fuck. that that controls the entire like game, you know? Okay. Fuck, well, I think that's it. Aw. I know, that was fun. Okay, well. Now I make the wrap-up. Yep, you make the wrap-up. This summer, a planet that consists of a menagerie of all D&D races, species, and beasts from across the universe were put on one planet, a planet divided into four sections, Earth, Air, Wind, and Fire. This planet is ruled by alien overlords, overlords whose leader is named Matthew Mercer, a ruthless alien with Yugopotamia tentacles who is in contact with the leaders of a divided world. This divided world consists of two utopias, Newtopia at the North Pole and Zootopia at the South. Both were given all needed resources to prosper and thrive, with little to no resources for the non-utopian societies except alien wildlife and harsh terrains. Newtopia, a beautiful city unravaged by hurricanes and monsters, birthed a beautiful golden retriever boy atop the highest, most prestigious tower. A boy who is gentle, sensitive, and distinctively attractive with luscious blonde hair and brown eyes. A pacifist who refuses to fight unless provoked. A fight you would lose due to his incredible skills with a rapier and whip. A trained rapist, one would say. A boy raised by a loving politician elf by the name of Barack Obama and his lovely laid-back human husband Matthew McConaughey. A power couple who were told by the alien overlords to make contact with a mirroring utopia to the south via their children. This child goes by the name of Jimmy George, and he's got quite the adventure ahead of him. Alright guys. Uh, if you made it this far, we appreciate all the views. Don't leave just yet because we have some big uh, announcements to make. We're moving this podcast over to its own podcast called God Mode, a D&D podcast. So if you enjoy these episodes, show us love and support and uh, follow us over there. Make us character art. The character art that you guys create will become canon and will reward character art with a free set of dice. Cool. Uh, you can contact us on Instagram. Go to Instagram at a D&D channel and we'll post your character art to instagram as a winner and uh that'll be canon and if you're good at making art that's your fucking ad revenue that's your that's your marketing you know you help us by making a fucking gnarly character you help yourself by saying by showing you made a cool character (laughs) (laughs) and i can't talk that well (laughs) so anyways thank you guys for listening mel say goodbye goodbye (sighs) we love you Come back and follow us again. Keep listening. (laughs) We want support. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, goodbye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our dumb sense of fun from even dumber humanoids. We hope you had fun and that the show went by fast. And tell all your friends about this nerdy podcast. A D&D channel. So stupid. (laughs) That's funny.